So it's been a pretty disappointing week in New Mexico, if you're a conservative. And I'm not going to say Republican or Democrat, because honestly, there's a lot of Democrats out there that are also conservative, really conservative by today's standards, trust me. The Kennedy Democrats, those people I hope you ran from the party, because the Democrat Party is not the party that you used to know. It has become a radicalized, leftist, socialist party. I think they really need to change the name. So I got to thinking a little bit about, especially how in this state, so many people voted to get the tiny tyrant back into office. Now that's even debatable, and trust me, we're going to talk about that. Other tyrants that were voted back into office that come to mind, Michigan, California, New York. These people voted for these people. I don't know why they voted for them. But on November 8th, this country reelected four tyrant governors. Along with a number of socialist Democrats that will simply walk in lockstep with these evil people and the illegitimate president, Joe Biden. Yes, illegitimate. I am going to say that. I don't believe he won the election. Kathy Hochul of New York. Gavin Newsom of California. Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan. And our very own disgusting little tiny tyrant, Michelle Lujan Grisham. These evil people literally ran on a platform which enables the mass murder of babies. This is the platform they ran on. That's it. Their evil supporters celebrate this fact, and the ignorant ones simply always vote for candidates with a D next to their name, often because it is their tradition. These drunk-on-power wannabe dictators prevented children from attending school for nearly two years, forced the closure of countless small businesses, rendered the employees of these businesses jobless, destroyed the dreams and financial futures of the owners of these businesses, mandated that contracts be illegally broken, closed parks and public places, forced the closure of houses of worship, closed gyms, instituted bread lines in the freezing cold of winter, and the list goes on and on. Violators of these unconstitutional, illegal attacks of our personal liberty and freedom were fined and some even put in jail. Mandates and curfews were imposed. Businesses deemed essential by these lawless tyrants were threatened and coerced into becoming de facto enforcers of these illegal mandates, making them party to HIPAA violations as well as trampling of our constitutional rights. A general state of fear and hopelessness was instilled upon the population of America. Many people have had a serious case of psychosis induced into them. And I've talked about that. Talked about that last week. Mass formation psychosis. 
There are many moments in history in which civilizations were put into a harsh situation and fear in which people will turn to a tyrannical leader thinking they are the only one to solve their problems. I believe the current situation in our country and in the entire world is mainly the result of a planned, overblown, man-made set of emergencies specifically designed to create an atmosphere of fear and hopelessness among the populace. First, there's the so-called COVID pandemic, in which a flu that originated from China, yes, it originated from China, that's why it was often called the China virus, and was funded by the United States, member Fauci, and it spread across the world, creating flu-like symptoms. Therapeutic treatments were denied to patients and doctors that objected to the protocols were silenced and discredited. All the things that were normally always thought of as ways to stay healthy were discouraged by the governments of the world, including exercise and sunlight. Hospitals were generally... Generously rewarded for not treating anyone with mild symptoms by prescribing therapeutics, instead allowing their conditions to deteriorate, then admitting them to the hospital to be remmed and vented until dead, in which they made tens of thousands of dollars. Any of you that still have respect in a lot of hospitals and doctors, you're just not paying attention. Then we have the so-called climate emergency, known as man-made global warming. Now, think about this. I'm asking you to think here. I'm asking you to put on your thinking cap, use a little bit of critical thinking here. If there was, in fact, a real problem with man-made global warming Do you think someone other than just politicians would be talking about it? Don't you think that they would have some reputable scientists up there explaining this to us as to exactly what that means? No, there aren't any. None. All we're hearing talking about this are leftist politicians. That's it. Where is the science? They're always talking about science all the time. Well, fine, show us the science. You know, the actual science shows that there are any number of natural phenomena on this planet that create far more greenhouse gas than all of the man-made gases that are produced. Matter of fact, the amount of man-made gases that are produced is a tiny, tiny fraction of the overall amount of greenhouse gases. This has been used as justification to shut down domestic oil production, cancel pipeline construction to more efficiently transport oil where it is needed. Russia planned to shut down fossil fuel power plants. Move forward with plans to outlaw the sale of gas-powered cars. 
and who knows, maybe even a planned attack on the Russian Nord Stream pipeline. And let's not forget we need to eliminate those farting cows. All of this has now created an energy crisis, a supply line issue, shortage of baby formula, and a food shortage. How are we going to power all those electric cars that they want to make? Have you asked yourself that question? I mean, there's already blackouts in California because of their ridiculous liberal policies. And now they want to enforce those policies across the entire country. I heard just this morning on the news, Joe Biden talking about how uh, he's going to shut down all the coal-powered power plants and replace them with windmills. You know, coal-powered power plants, they, they run... They can run 24-7. They are a constant, steady source of power. What if the wind's not blowing? And those windmills that you've put in place of that coal-powered power plant, where's the electricity going to come from then? Guess what? People are going to lose their electricity. They're going to lose their heat. Their lights are going to go out. This winter will likely result in the deaths of a massive number of people from freezing due to no heating oil. Heck, you know, you hear about the diesel shortage. How do you think they get the heating oil to the people's houses? In trucks that are powered by diesel fuel. How do we get food to the grocery stores? In trucks powered by diesel fuel. Then we had the protest at the Capitol on January 6th, in which government planted agitators, there's proof of this, incited a riot in order to justify the investigation and incarceration of a lot of good, patriotic Americans. Believe it or not, some are still being held under inhumane conditions in government-ran gulags after over two years. Do you even care? Lastly, we have a fear of nuclear war now, thanks to Joe Biden. He's been taunting Vladimir Putin ever since he's been in office. He hasn't been making any effort to talk with this guy and try to find some common ground. Donald Trump was demonized for talking to Putin. But you know what? We did, there weren't any wars going on when, when, when Trump was president either. Think about that. Now we're on the verge of World War III. And you know, I've heard it said that if we have a World War III fought with nuclear weapons, World War IV will be fought with sticks and stones. Fear is a classic motivator to get ignorant masses to give up their freedom in exchange for a perceived sense of safety. I previously talked about mass formation psychosis and cognitive dissonance. If you didn't hear that show, I suggest you re-listen to it. Do a little bit of study on the subject. These conditions have been created by sustained fear tactics through one manufactured crisis after the other to take attention away from the actual objective of these tyrants. Many people have got to a point in which they are willing to follow any order or mandate without question due to the fear of dying from a virus in which you have 
virtually no chance of dying from. As wannabe tyrants skillfully spread their ideas, citizens get their hopes up. The harsher the situation is, the more predisposed the citizens will be of giving their trust. Counting with the popular vote through a democratic process, the tyrant is considered the responsible one and will take any needed action to solve any problem. But the social reality will show him that there are no easy decisions nor easy solutions. Feeling the will to create change. Have we heard that word a lot over the past decade or so? Change. But limited by the law and ethics. Oh yeah, Joe Biden's finding out, oh my gosh, those laws are really inconvenient. The Constitution's really inconvenient. So I'll just do an executive order. Once they are in power, legislative reforms are introduced to facilitate their action and take oppressive measures against the opposition. In control of all the government branches and with the support of at least half the population, a tyrant is born. Doesn't it appear that's what we have? I, you know, I've, I got to thinking about that this morning, about how they say that our country is divided. Now, I know a lot of people. I don't know... I hardly ever meet any flaming, ignorant, stupid, liberal Democrats. I just don't meet a lot of these people. So how is it that 50% of the voters consistently are voting for these radical leftists? Does that make you wonder? Leaders do not and cannot rise in a vacuum. They come to power on the backs of the masses. They ultimately disdain and discard at will. It's the people who follow these bully dictator types that we need to examine and reflect on as well. Why do people worship and enable these leaders? Oh my God, Barack Obama, he was worshipped. I saw people with that creepy picture with the... I don't know what it was. It had like half of the picture looked one way and half the picture looked the other. They'd be hanging it on their refrigerators and having portraits in their house. And it's like they worship this dude. And it's like, that's just so weird. They had, they had school, school to remember they had little school kids in schools, teachers singing songs about Barack Obama. Is that weird? Do you not find that weird? I mean, this is the sort of thing you hear about happening in dictator, communist countries. Where they walk around with big, huge pictures of, of the guy that's ruling the country with an iron fist. What is it in human nature that makes us vulnerable to this repeated cycle of cruelty and danger? Not me, but apparently 50% of this country. I found an interesting article that talks about why people will follow tyrants. It lists eight reasons I would like to talk about. <clears throat> First, there is a craving for strong parental figures. A lot of you are probably thinking this sounds pretty immature behaving for an, a behavior for an adult. I personally do myself. But I have personally met some adults in their 50s still following orders from their parents and passing up living their own lives the way they want. 
One fundamental concern in human nature that draws them to the idea of a higher authority or power is the need for an idealized parental figure. Partly because while growing up, parents loom large as the overseers of your consciousness. A, bio- a bad childhood can devastate you and their with their absence or cruelty. They are the basis for your survival during childhood. I think back on my childhood, it's like, oh my gosh, it's like, yeah, I thought that about my parents. It's like, I don't know what I would have done if they would have just suddenly just been gone. They were, they, my entire world revolved around them. For many, the craving for the support of a strong, perfect-seeming, powerful parent only increases. Unfortunately, this thirst for such a figure can obscure one to the truth that no such perfect figure exists, and a tyrannical leader can easily exploit and thrive off of this unquestioning worship. Another reason is assuming the best in others. Having faith they will do the right thing. And a naive idealism. Now I've met a lot of people like that. And I mean it's a quality that honestly I don't I don't dislike somebody for it. It's it's good to have faith in things, faith in people. But at the same time, you know, like Ronald Reagan used to say, trust but verify. Don't don't give somebody so much rope that they can hang you with it. <laughs> Many people have a desire to help others and as a result make themselves vulnerable to being taken advantage of. In a healthy society, mutual trust is a cornerstone of community strength. In exchange for abiding by general moral rules of community support, But sometimes that leaves us vulnerable to those who don't play by the same rules we do. You know, I was talking about this with my guests prior to the show here, and we were talking about that very thing. Many people assume that any human being will appreciate or exchange the same social contract of mutual respect and generosity and empathy and fairness that most of us try to strive for. Now, when your opposition is someone that has, like, no moral values, you can't expect these things. People with no moral values, they will do anything to win and get what they want, including stepping all over you to get there. Underestimating the existence will sometimes leave you open to sociopaths who mimic and use their generosity while at their core having no concern for others. We assume the best of each other, which works in many cases but is also an Achilles heel to the cold exploitiveness of sociopathic behavior. Hang on here. I got to take a quick drink. (sighs) Tyrants often provide a sense of wish fulfillment 
and admiration of transgressive behavior and confidence. On some level, maybe we ourselves admire or envy the shark, even if we feel held back in our own lives for whatever reason from eating prey. Whether you are a secret shark lying in wait, seeing where you can bend the rules one day, or whether you envy what they win for themselves, confidence, power, or money, because you feel those are impossible goals for yourself. Maybe you identify with and admire predatory behavior on some level. I've often heard people say to an accomplished person the phrase, how they would like to live vicariously through that person because they have never had the will to challenge themselves to accomplish goals on their own. Maybe on some level you admire the dark side that you suppress within yourself or feel you couldn't pursue due to other constraints, and you enjoy the apparent freedom with which those individuals break rules and achieve glory. It's an interesting concept, huh? Another reason is being drawn to superficial markers such as money, looks, or status. How often these days do we see people choosing a leader based on their skin color, gender, race, or sexual preference? Why should any of that make any difference at all? Humans are sadly status-oriented creatures, partly due to evolutionary behavior. The animal with the brightest plumage, who beats their chest the loudest, or the male with the longest horns, who appears with certain desirable physical attributes, who presents themselves as special or unusual, gets more mating attention. This is true in nature. I've I've watched numerous nature programs where it's really weird. It's like like they'll they'll be like like this bug that has these long horns on it, which serve no purpose whatsoever, except that. The bug, and these are male bugs, by the way, the male bug with the longest horns attracts more females. <laughs> you know, animal behavior, it applies to human beings, too. We have certain base instincts. Even babies and children are drawn to certain faces perceived as attractive. There it is, that base instinct that we're all born with. Particularly in our modern capitalist society, we're obsessed with markers of material superficial success. The clothes, the car, the name brand, degrees, the managerial titles, the fame and glamour, and so many others. On some level, we all fall for the simple gambit of admiring these markers, whatever they may be. Unfortunately, these markers usually have nothing to do with morality, kindness, or depth of human character. They are badges of entitlement for show, and we can't help giving them credit. Many people feel weak or uncertain in their own lives. As a result, they'll turn to fantasy figures such as actors, celebrities, and people that possess charisma and strength. You know, I... I, there's this commercial that plays on TV all the time, and I can't remember what it was. But one thing I've noticed, sometimes they'll, they'll have a, uh, an actor doing the commercial that has a really low voice. Like, if you have a really low voice, obviously you're speaking with more authority. I even heard that the other day about politicians, that politicians with lower voices are typically more successful. 
When your relationship, economic situation, or happiness appears to be falling apart, a successful person can draw you in and make you hope that you'll have the same. A situation I've seen a lot over the past couple of years is cowardice, passivit, passivity, false safety, and concern about survival to the point in which people will roll over and sacrifice their own freedom to avoid confrontation. Some people would rather stay in the seeming safety of the sidelines and let someone else run the show, possibly due to the fear of responsibility or retribution. This passive behavior can work to some extent in terms of hiding from initial attention or conflict, but it can be a dangerous way to enable tyrants to take advantage of your fear, which we have seen it also allows a person to remain in a childlike mentality and avoid ownership of their own problems as they let someone else take over. It's a form of evasion that gives the tyrant more power since no one is willing to confront or stop their transgression. You know, in the state of New Mexico, like I mentioned earlier, we have lost as conservatives, all of our reputation, uh, all of our representation in this state. We don't have any representation in government now. We don't have any judges. We certainly don't have the governor. We now don't even have a representative to Congress. We're on our own. And if you think the government is going to do anything in your favor, you're wrong. If you think that we're going to win at the ballot box, I think that is in some serious question at this point, especially when only 51% of the eligible voters show up to vote. There are too many people out there that don't care enough to get involved. Heck, I understand, from what I understand, the Civil War... Uh, was no the revolutionary war was fought by 3% of the population now you may not think your vote counts it does if we'd all get out and vote but that's just uh, not apparently going to happen but you know one way we can there's a lot of us patriots out there in this state I got three of them sitting at the table here with me that are going to be talking with me here in a little bit and there's thousands more in this state. And if we simply stand up and say no and refuse to comply, we can have an effect on what's going on. Another huge factor in a tyrant being able to get their way with you is power, popularity, clicks, alignment with the in crowd. Simply being a follower and aligning with others who also do as they are told seem to put you in a sync with the group in charge. From grade school onward, peer pressure follows some people their entire lives to avoid being the nerd or oddball who doesn't look smooth or confident. Lastly, we have a lack of critical thinking, using logic, and an understanding of the facts being presented. It's easier to be exploited by a confident tyrant when you don't doubt or examine their statements or motivations with a critical eye. 
An old saying I remember hearing is that if you dazzle, if you can't dazzle them with brilliance, you baffle them with BS. <clears throat> Not going to say the word. I don't want to get in trouble. Unfortunately, many people seem fine with going along with the status quo, unwilling to stay informed or read about issues of importance or question items that don't make logical sense. I've been talking about this for weeks now, people. If you blindly accept everything people tell you without question, you will likely be taken advantage of. This applies to anything in life. Just like when you go get your car fixed or whatever, and you know nothing about your car or anything, that mechanic can tell you anything and rip you off and you won't even know it. What this all amounts to is that tyrants will find your weaknesses and exploit them for their own gain. After all this time, there are people that are still wearing a mask and are willing to get boosted with an experimental, poorly tested drug, even though the evidence is out there that it is killing lots of people. Throughout history, corrupt governments have taken advantage of the ignorant masses, and the ignorant masses believed it for their, it was for their safety. It was for their well-being. The government, we're here to help. The truth of the matter is that most of these people supposedly trying to help you are mostly just helping themselves. How else do most of these people go into public office poor and come out millionaires while the rest of us continue to struggle? Us conservatives no longer have any representation in this state of New Mexico. To combat the coming increased tyranny, which I am absolutely sure is coming, the only solution is that at this point, mass noncompliance and civil disobedience is the only way to do it. All of you need to decide what hill you're willing to die on. Right now, the price is fairly low. If you wait until it's too late, all your freedom and liberty will be gone. To conclude... In a quote by John Hancock, he stated, Resistance to tyranny becomes the Christian and social duty of each individual. Continue steadfast, and with a proper sense of your dependence on God, nobly defend those rights which heaven gave and no man ought to take from us.